it's not even about what I believe. It's a fact that it's really, really, really hit difficult to hit a target that you're not shooting for. And me personally, I create big picture goals, targets, and then I like to break those down into smaller targets. So I'll know what my 12-month goal is or even my five-year goal. And now how do I break that down into five one-year goals? And then how do I break those down into quarterly goals or monthly goals, daily goals? But we lose so much of our momentum because we don't know what we're shooting for. Shooting for. Shooting for. Most amazing podcast in the world. Okay, we are um, definitely one of the top entrepreneurship podcasts. I think our highest rank was 10, 10 on entrepreneurship podcasts across the whole country, which is amazing. Amazing. Isn't Super it? amazing. And um, another display of, uh, you know, helping entrepreneurs get from point A to point C. Um, so first off, let's talk talk through it. Miss Donnie Wiggins, how was your week? Mm. Oh, oh, I had an amazing week this week. I had an amazing week. And so not even anything necessarily personal. I went through so many ups with clients this week. Like I get, don't you get super excited when your clients just get results or when they have breakthroughs? Mm -hmm. Yep. So I went through with, I popped up on a client in Tallahassee yesterday. I just grabbed my assistant. We woke up and I said, we're going to Florida. Mm. Popped up on a client. Uh, to whip him back into shape because he had so much success last year mm-hmm. that he started to put take his take his foot off the gas mm. just a little bit. You start forgetting the basics. Yo, that's yo, and keeping it hundred. That's one of the worst things you can have as an entrepreneur is success. Mm, because it starts to change you. Yeah, yeah, 100%. you start to feel yourself. Yep. So because he stopped, you know, the last two or three weeks, he was coming to our sessions. And the energy was a little different. I started to feel that success energy, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I said, it's time for me to pull up. So I had to stop by and pull up on him. And it just re it, it got him so re-engaged with his brand. It was really a good move. And then another one of my clients, we just got super, super clear on the vision to go from that seven figure to that eight figure mile marker. Mm. We're working on becoming a household brand. And so that really excited me. I had an incredible week specifically because of those two things. How about you? Awesome. Uh, man, my, my week has been uh, super amazing. I've been able to put some stuff down. Just clarity. Clarity and focus. Not chasing dollars. Like, you got to get a little bit of money over here, get a little bit of money over here, taking clients. I'm saying, you know, people are like, yo, I, I want to pay you to coach me. And I say, no, I not. that's not where I'm at right now. You know what I mean? Or I have a, I have a couple clients that I'm, uh, I'm coaching one-on-one, but it, literally I can only take four to five. So um, I've been... I've been really, really making strides, uh, mapping out even bigger goals. I started with a goal at the top of the year. Well, last year, I started with a goal for this year. But this week, I I bumped the goal up because I'm starting to understand my own ability. Mm. I'm starting to respect my uh, my capability. Mm. So i uh, really just been mapping it out, been hitting it, getting it done, the funnels and everything. Everything. That makes me happy to hear because you underrate yourself so much. Mm, like, man. you don't understand the power of David Shands. Like, beyond social proof, beyond sleep is for suckers, just the power of David Shands. And to hear you say that you are now getting crystal clear oh. and saying no to stuff and, and identifying your, your target, your lane, yeah. is everything. You know, it's so cool, too. Um, I, I, always, I always teach people that... the 
the best way to learn is to teach. So I'm learning it from these different areas. Like mm-hmm. um, I was talking to Josh while he was in Miami, Josh Crisp. And he said, yo, I'm, he said, I'm running multiple seven-figure businesses, but this year I decided to put it all in one. I'm sh- now that's, so I'm letting go of a couple thousand dollars a month, mm-hmm. not going to get that here. But he's yeah. like, yo, imagine shutting down a seven-figure business mm. to say, yo, I need to go to a 50 million. Mm-hmm. You feel me? It's, it, it's just different. So um, I feel like the best way to learn is to teach. And I learned some things over that weekend. And now my whole message for all of my clients is Target. Like the morning meetup. Like next month we're doing Target practice. That's going to be the name of next month, Target practice. Okay. Uh, we did the content creation boot camp. Like the first hour and a half, we talked about getting clear on the Target because a lot of entrepreneurs, they don't, they have no idea what the Target is. Just shooting. They're just shooting. Just shooting. So, um, yeah, man, I've been, I learned it. I'm implementing it. Now I'm teaching it so that um, it's more ingrained in me. So, so we, are we about to give it to them? Yeah, 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 We're yeah, about yeah, to yeah. Give let's it do it. it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. But yes, I, I've, I've come to find out, and I, I want you to do this with, um, I'm sure you probably do it with your clients, but ask over and over again, and you'll notice that the targets change because it's based People set their goals based on what's happening in their life right now. You know what I mean? So um, it, it's it's the, like we could really stop the the podcast right now and tell people, listen, I want you to outline what your target is, your five year, your one year, your one month, your one week. And what are we going to do today that's yeah. going to help me get to that week goal? That's going to help me get to the month goal. That's ultimately going to help me accomplish this year goal, which will lead me into the five years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. That's the end of the podcast. That's the end of the podcast right there. <laughs> Go do it right now. All right. So this episode has been brought to you by. <laughs> <laughs> so when it, when it, let me let me ask you, um, as an entrepreneur, what has been your relationship with targets? Goals, I guess what people will call them. Yep. So I have a very intimate relationship with creating targets and aiming for the target, right? So I believe that uh, it's, it's not even about what I believe. It's a fact that it's really, really, really hit difficult to hit a target that you're not shooting for. And me personally, I create big picture goals, targets, and then I like to break those down into smaller targets. So I'll know what my 12-month goal is or even my five-year goal. And now how do I break that down into five one-year goals? And then how do I break those down into quarterly goals or monthly goals, daily goals? But we lose so much of our momentum because we don't know what we're shooting for. We don't know what we're going for. And one of the things that I had to learn early on was to wake up and command my time, like tell it where to go. And that is going to be a huge part of identity. Your time, you said tell it where to go? Tell my time where to go. Tell me how to spend my time. So two, two things, right? Command, make a demand of where your money should go and where your time should go. If you just have a purse full of cash and you're out going about throughout your day and you're just like, oh, yeah, let me get that. Yeah, let me get that. Yeah, let me get that. You ever come home after like spending a whole lot of money and you sit down and you're like, I spent all this money, but I don't really have anything to show for it. What? Or you get a paycheck Friday and by Wednesday you're looking around like, Yo, Your where? bank account. I know I had I, I know I had some money. <laughs> I had some money 
and it's gone. You have nothing to show for it because your money had no direction. When you give your money direction and even your time direction, at the end, you can determine whether or not you got to that destination. So I believe in telling my money exactly where to go just as much as I believe in telling my time. So I know before today what my day looks like, right? We didn't set this podcast taping up this morning. We set it up yesterday. So we knew that at this time to this time, I know what I'm doing this time to this time. So I can predetermine based on my activity. I don't have to wait until the end of the day to say, did I do anything to get me closer to accomplishing my goals? I know that based on the activity that I've preset, whether or not I'm going to be on track to hit my goals for the day. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Joe, do me a favor. Joe, come to the mic real quick. I'm going to ask, ask you a serious question just for, uh, for social proof. What's your target? You say target. You're an entrepreneur, right? Yes. What is your, tar- what is your target? Helping men and women heal from sexual trauma. That's not a target. Okay. That's what you do. As far as What's like the target? Monetary-wise? Yeah, let's do, a mon- let's do monetary. What's your target? For me, it is... And uh, because y'all can't see, he looked in the air. And that's <laughs> how you know. He's looking at it. He's trying to find it. No like, clue. Uh, what I'm tra- I think what I'm going to do... All right, so what's, what's the target financially? For me, financially would be enough to get me off my job this year. So I would need to make at least about 45 50 just to get me off the job to help me really be focused just on what I'm doing. Okay, so your major target is getting off the job. Correct. You need how much? 50, 45, 50. 45 or 50? 50. Targets aren't like, y'all need to hit it. Like, if, if you're playing darts, me and Brandon play darts all the time, we have one particular goal. Like, in, if you ever play darts, it's like 17 might be your number. Mm-hmm. And then two might be your number. And you have to like, okay, I have to hit 17. There's a bunch on the board. But my goal isn't to be on the board. Right. My, um, actually, my uh, my godson, uh, Justice, if he has the, if he has the, the darts, his goal is to hit the board, not hit the wall. Like, yo, I just, yo, I'm throwing a joint like, daddy, I hit the board, right? As an entrepreneur, we do the same thing. Mm. It's like, yo, I want to be successful. I just want to hit the board. Right, right, right. I want to make money. I just want to hit the board. Like, if, if, I could, if I can get my business started and I can get a website, oh, my gosh, I just want to hit the board. But once you say, I need to make $50,000 uh, $50, a year, which breaks down to about $140, $135 every single day, and you wake up with that target, we say, okay, what is the activity that's needed for me to make this $135 every single day? So I need you to set a, set a target, okay? Got so it. by the end of this podcast, I need targets. And your target has to have a number attached. Every part, I don't care. Some people say, yo, it's not about money. Well, you might want to grow a following. There's a number that you want to get. You're here, you have 1,000 followers. I want to get to 2,000 by the end of the month. How do I do it? It has to have a number attached. Mm-hmm. We have to have a specific target. I told this uh, one of my clients this morning in our morning meetup. Um, she said, well, she said her goal, and it took a little while, but she said, yeah, I'm going to get one client by next month. And I think her client, her, her program's like $47, $97 a month. I said, great. I like that. How, no matter how big the target is, at least you have one. Right. And I said, well, this is what I'd like you to do. Um, I want you to get a client by Sunday. So in her head, Target, I'm going to get one client in two months by next month. This month or next month, by next month, I'm going to get a client. And I just challenged her, say, I want you to get one by Sunday. She called me fr- or she, she, uh, she messaged me Friday 
and say, yo, I did two clubhouse rooms and I got a bunch of calls booked. So she's fairly confident she's going to have a, a, um, a client by Sunday. Simply because I asked her, yo, let's just set a date there, Sunday. First in my head, one, there's no target. Two, I feel like reasonably I can do it by next month. But then we put it, we frame it into a specific time frame. We, 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 we crunch it, say, yo, let's just, let's just set a target just for kicks and giggles by Monday. Can you have one? And uh, I think that's working out. So tar- you're going to have a target, right? Yep. I'm going to c- come back to the mic when you're done <laughs> your target. All right. Yes. <laughs> so I was listening to you and I was taking some notes because, you know, that's what I do. Where's your notebook, James? You know you're going to want it in a second. I know. And here's the thing. You add it, and I was like, dang. It'll be corny <laughs> for me to get up. Can you hand me my book bag? If you don't mind, please. <laughs> Yo, because I, I, I was taking notes from the last side, and I was like, I, I went back over them. I was like, ooh, I need to do this. Yeah, Wasn't so, that good? Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do this live. So I'm listening to you, and you're telling Joe that he needs to set a monetary goal. Uh, some people will not have monetary targets. Not even targets. monetary. It so, could be just, just something with a number attached. Something with something definite attached, Mm -hmm. right? It needs to be a definite principle or a definite target. So I'm looking at um, targets. And when we say targets, we're talking about goals, right? Um, But but target makes it very, very clear to shoot at. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking about, number one, the monetary goal we just talked about. So in your business, it's not enough to just say that you want to start a business as an XYZ type of professional, right? Mm-hmm. I want to start a business as a coach. I want to start a business as a stylist. That's not enough. Um, how much money does this need to make for you, which we just covered? But then also another way to look at a target or another thing to look, if we're looking at bullseye and there are all these things that have to, we, we can hit all of these different areas on the zones on the bullseye to get us closer to that center target, that center overall goal. Let's look at then to like mission. What's your target mission? So for a financial services company, your mission may be to, because when we're looking at, okay, I want to be a financial services professional. Great. All right. So David would say, how much money do you want to make? Well, I want to make $100,000. Okay. Awesome. How many people do you have to help to do that? How many people do you have to help to do that? So that's not mission, that's people. How many people do you have to help to do that? We're going to make this so easy, right? We're going to make this, we're going to make this easy. So if we want to make $100,000, let's say you have a $2,500 program. Mm -hmm. And so we want to make $100,000 this year. We know that you need 40, Jesus. Anything about $100,000, my gosh. Like that was my, my sole target. Like when yeah. I was working at the Cheesecake Factory, a hundred hours, life would be so different at a hundred thousand dollars. That's how I'd say it. Hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. 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 So like I, I I'm thinking, okay, maybe do I gotta do 40 products at twenty five hundred or do I do four hundred products at twenty five dollars? That's how I came up with the t-shirt thing. I'm like, yo, I feel like I can get this done. Mm, mm. Let's get okay, so we've got the target, I think the bullseye is starting that. Or 4,000, I'm sorry. 4,000 4, products at $25. You're right. You mm-hmm. just corrected your math. Starting that financial services company, right? That's dead center. How do we do that successfully? Well, number one, we identify how much money we want to make. So we want to make $100,000 and we want to do it um, by also identifying our target product. So our target product now is a $2,500 course. All right. So then we do the math. In order for me to accomplish my goal this year of making $100,000 as a financial services coach, 
I need to sell 40 people. So now I know exactly how many people I have to help this year. It's already getting clearer. Mm -hmm. It's so much easier to say, I need to help 40 people this year than I need to do something to make $100,000, right? So now we break this down even further. So now we're at 40 people. Well, now we need to start measuring how much time it's going to take us to get to these 40 people, right? So essentially, when we're talking about our targets, all we're really doing is breaking down a SMART goal. For whatever reason, people hate to hear about SMART goals. It just doesn't make sense to them, right? It's it's mumbo jumbo. But how much time is it going to take you to get to 40 people? And when I look at that, before we even break that down, I say, okay, well, if I need 40 people in a 12-month period of time, that means that all I have to do is enroll 3.3 people. Don't ask me where the third person is or the point three is a midget <laughs> or a newborn or whatever, right? All I need is 3.3 people. the person that puts down a, a, a deposit. And never finish paying. <laughs> That's a fact. That's a whole fact. Those the person the who takes a payment plan and never finishes making their payments, right? So now I went from thinking, hmm, I need to start a hundred thousand bill, hundred thousand. I need to make a hundred thousand dollars this year as a financial services coach or consultant. To all I got to do is sell three point three courses a month. Now our target is getting closer and closer. Now we're getting closer and closer to hitting the target. Would you rather wake up every single day worrying about making a hundred thousand or figuring out ways to sell three point three products mm-hmm. or like one per week? Or if we break that down, so if you need 3.3 a month, you don't even need one a week. (laughs) One a week will get you even further ahead of the game. So I think that this is such a huge, it's not a philosophy, but it's a, um, I, I, I just think it's such a huge habit to get into, to establishing these targets because a lot of times we're not hitting the target because we overwhelm ourselves with how big the target looks, yep. how far away it is. But we'll bring it closer and closer and closer. It's just like going to a gun range and you're shooting at the target. The better you get, the closer and closer and closer you bring it to you, right? Sure. So getting in that mindset of saying, what's my big picture goal, right? How many people, what's the mission? So a financial expert may say, my mission is to decrease the wealth gap in this generation by 10%. Or my mission is to help a thousand families do X, Y, and Z. Or maybe my mission is to help a hundred single moms do blah, 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 blah. You take that number down and you just do the math. We're always talking about, it's it's always data and analytics. It's always in the numbers. Yeah, I would would say too, uh, in this process is if, Say we want to make $100,000 and we have to, you know, we have a $2,500 product. You you have to sit down and ask yourself, um, what will someone pay $2,500 for? Mm-hmm. Like s- sitting there to, to, what what will someone pay um, $2,500 for? Will it be to um, a, a consulting company or, you know, uh, Joe, you, you, you're, you're doing counseling. What will someone pay $2,500 for? Well, if you're going to save somebody's marriage, I'd pay $2,500 to save my marriage. Why? Because it's going to cost me half everything I got. <laughs> so we're thinking, yo, I need to figure out, my, I, I, don't, I don't want to sell 4,000 products at $25 a piece, mm-hmm. right? So we were talking about the t-shirt brand, right? Are you prepared to sell 4,000, finding 4,000 customers? Now, you might have a system for it. And if you say, well, how can I reach, reach 4,000 people? You're going to have to learn advertising, 
This ain't, you're not going to go to barbershops and sell 4,000 t-shirts, right? Or do we have the time or do we even want to do that, right? So we figure out how many people do we want to touch, right? How many people do we want to touch? Now, my goal for this year is um, having 2,500 people in the morning meetup. I'm okay with that because I get to touch everybody at one time. So now this, this, this whole week, talking about clarity, we've been figuring out how to, um, how to effectively bring more people in and the people that come in up front before they leave, um, getting them to invest more now, right? So some, some people might come into the morning meetup and I know that after um, three and a half months, the average person is going to say three and a half months, right? And then they're going to cancel. Well, I said to myself, I have this, this financial target one, people will pay $79 a month because, like, it's the most amazing product in the world, right? Most amazing uh, program. But because I know that people are going to leave in three and a half months, I'm giving them an offer to just pay up front for six months. For the same amount of money, it would cost for them to stay in for four months. So even the people that were going to leave, they're going to pay up for four months. Right now, when someone comes, goes to the website, they can only invest a dollar. Well, by the time you see it, it's probably changed now. But the, the point is, I have a target. And I got to figure out, we have 33 people coming in every single week that are investing a dollar. Can I get these 33 people to invest more than a dollar? Mm. Right? So we're putting a super steal in the very front. I'm giving both of my books away for 50% off. So both my books, they're $40. You can get them right now for 20 bucks. Mm. I know half of the people that... All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required, access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. That coming in, there's 33 people every week. At least 15 of them are going to take the book. So that 15 are going to spend an extra $20 every single week. What's that math? Um, 300. 300 extra bucks. Is that $300? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's about 300 extra dollars every single week. And then the next page is, okay, pay up for six months. Because the only reason I'm doing this is 
one, I have targeted, I have targeted goals on growth. So I have to run ads, but for me to run ads, I can't do it at them only coming in for a dollar. Right. I need to get them to spend. So the, the, the book that I'm giving them 50% off that $20 is paying the $20 is going to cost them to get to my website, to be a customer. Does that make sense? So I need something to pay for the ads because the more ads I run, the more money I spend. If they can, if I can get that money back from them spending upfront money that they otherwise wouldn't have had, I can put more money in the ads, meaning I can grow the organization, not the organic way that I've been doing it. Just, Hey, why don't you join? Mm -hmm. Hey, you should join. Hey, come on in. Right. And then we can, we can like, we can 20 X the income that's coming in. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm, um, I'm learning this process. Because if I'd have heard me say that last year, it'd have been, oh, stop, rewind, play. You what do you say? Write it down. I wasn't ready. You weren't ready. I'm ready now. Real quick, though, you just said something. Is your is your cost to acquire a customer really $20? I don't know. Everyone adds. Oh, okay. Whew. I, I don't say. know. I won't Fire the ad team. <laughs> On a $1 buy. You know what's so cool? My, the guy that's going to be running, uh, shout out to my man David, um, he said for the first 30 to 60 days, don't expect to make much money. You're going to put out money. You have to pay me to run the ads. And you're going to have to do the ad spend. But our whole goal is getting a, a pool of people that we can look at the numbers and say, okay, these are their buying habits. This is how much it's going to cost. Now we scale it. Testing. Right? Testing. Testing. Now, I think we will make money. But I think he's saying, listen, don't even expect it. So anything we do do, he's a genius too. Anything we do do, he's doing more than his job. He is exceeding your expectations. Yep. Yeah. So that's interesting. Uh, so there's this thing that Facebook does when you initially run an ad for the first time, and it's called learning, mm-hmm. right? And many marketing experts will tell you that for the first four to seven days, don't expect to make a whole lot of money because your Facebook ads are doing what's called learning, meaning based on the parameters that you set, based on what your goal is for your ad campaign, whether it's conversion or engagement, whatever it is, and then based on the audiences that you said that you want to target, Facebook now goes out and considers your budget and all those things to learn where to find the people that you said, that you told it you want to see. And it's the very same thing, what you're doing with your ads. I don't know that it takes like a month before you start making money, but definitely what David is saying about te- about testing and learning, the testing and learning phase gets you closer to your target. Exactly. The testing and learning. But how many people don't do either of those steps? Right, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it, it's so crazy. So I told Joe to like, yo, pick a target. And he's probably going to pick a target based on what you need, right? But there's another level, like you're saying, of... Learning your market. What will they spend? How are they going to spend? How often? I Mm -hmm. I like that. I Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Doing the research to really understand. So you got to test a couple of ideas. And this will save a lot of pain. Mm -hmm. It will save. So it will free so many people from the pain that is on the way. If you understand simply that failing is normal. Failing at an idea is normal. And you want to fail as quickly as possible. Mm -hmm. You want to get through all those bad ideas as quickly as possible. That's your testing, right? So that you can take the data from that and do your learning and then identify where it is that you're supposed to go. A lot of times our goals are so matter of fact that we set ourselves up for the failure out of the gate. 
Like, Joe came up here and we talked about, we asked him, what's your target? How much money do you need to make? And he said, well, I need to replace my annual income, which is forty five to 50000 Number one, we got to know how much money we're making, right? <laughs> but I got to replace my annual income of about forty five dollars to $50,000. That's my target. Well, if you shoot for forty five to $50,000, you will be lucky to get twenty five. Facts. Right. So now we've got to expand the vision. If you need forty five to fifty, you need to be going for six figures. Mm-hmm. You need to be going for seventy five thousand at minimum to a hundred thousand dollars. Kind of like AD said. How do you get to seven figures? Go for eight. Go, go make eight. Go make eight. Right. <laughs> because psychologically, if you're telling yourself that you don't give yourself room to make an error. When you're going for the finite goal, like when you're going for the when you're going for the exact goal, you are giving yourself room to make no mistakes. And then I start to ask people when they do that, well, have you learned anything? Because everybody makes mistakes. So where's your cushion? Where's your cushion in your goal that says, I know that somewhere along the line, whether big or small, a mistake is going to happen. And I've got a pre-plan for the mistake in advance, right? So your goal isn't 45 to 50. Your goal is 75 to 100. And I can't pick it for you. You have to decide. And now we break that down. We're going to save ourselves some of that heartache because we are going to do the work that it takes to get to 75. And maybe with a few mistakes along the way, we'll actually get to that 50. Yeah, 100%. Brandon, you're an entrepreneur now, right? All right, let me, let, me, let me get you to the mic. Let me get you to the mic. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it. So, what is your target? I would say my target is to have a successful Hold podcast. On, say it again. Say it again. Uh, my target right now, well, one of my targets, I have multiple. Okay. One of my targets is to have a successful podcast um, with bringing in probably about 3000 a month mm. in an additional revenue stream. And then I would say... Uh, the second, well, one of the second one I can think of would be to get a vibe called Blessed Clothing Line to a million in sales. Okay, okay. Um, hold on, because Donnie got questions. Okay, okay, okay. So a couple of things. <laughs> I'm about to get grilled. Listen, this is free coaching. Actually, just pull out that chair right there. Just pull out that chair. Um, get comfortable. Get comfortable, <laughs> baby. Come on in. <laughs> so you talked about number one. You can pull that down. You got my job. Uh, God, there was the language that you used. He said the the target was to start a successful podcast. Yeah, no. What did you say again? First thing I said, I first thing I said, you asked me what my target was, and I said I have multiple. Yep. Mm-hmm. Eh. Okay. So <laughs> imagine you are in the field of a bunch of ops, right? These are sh- targets coming at you. You've got all these targets out there. Would you rather be responsible if your life depended on it for only having to shoot at one target or shooting at 10? One. One. Right. One. This one thing that got me feeling you did. That song. <laughs> this, people talk about this one thing for a reason. You just did a book in your group talking about the one thing. Okay. And I want to get really clear because this multiple idea, multiple target thing confuses so many people. You can absolutely have multiple targets that you're writing down and making note of. But what's the target today? 
right? You can't wake up today and say, I'm going to work on the podcast. I'm going to work on the t-shirt line. I'm going to work on the barbershop. I'm going to work on being an amazing father. I'm going to make on the, we got to, we're going to exhaust ourselves and then we're not productive in any one area. So what is the target that right now in this year that you want to go all in on that target? Successful podcast. Successful podcast. Okay. Now we talk about successful podcast, right? What does it mean to have a successful podcast? So I would define that as anywhere from two to three thousand a month in an, in an, in an ex, extra revenue stream. Two okay, to three thousand. So we're looking at two to three thousand dollars per month mm-hmm. in a successful revenue stream. What's the range for? What's that about? Why isn't it just two thousand or just three thousand? Three thousand. Okay, so now we've got a clear picture that. Six, that multiple target just five thousand. You better. You be, you want to make me get up here? You want to make me stand up and shout? All right. Go. So we went from well. And, and yo, here, here's here's the crazy thing. Um, how many times have you thought about that since you since inception of okay, I'm gonna start a podcast to right now? How many times have you? A few. About? A few. But only only because of conversations with you, mm-hmm. it's kind of giving me a picture of some of the what you were starting out getting from sure. from that kind of stuff. You so, know what's so cool, though? But I would have never thought about it if... Right. Yeah, absolutely. I would just be like, yo, I just need to get this podcast out here. Right, right. I'm not thinking about... I mean, I am thinking about making money off of it, but I'm more or less thinking about getting the name and the notoriety of it out yeah. there. And then I'm thinking money, but now I'm kind of thinking money first. Yeah, well, mm. which I think... I think anything you're shooting for should be the first thing you think. I mean, it could be, yo, I want to get X amount of subscribers. I want to make $5,000. But here's the cool part. One, we got to spend more time thinking about that. Like, okay, Mm -hmm. this is my goal. This is my target. Because your target is going to dictate your activity. Right? If if that's the true target. And it'll start to, um, it will will help you uh, navigate through question asking. So when you call me and you say, Yo, my goal is a 5,000. How do we get to 5,000? I'm going to give you a certain bit of advice. But if you call and say, yo, how do I start my podcast? It's going to be different advice. Mm. Now, getting to the 5,000 is going to be in starting, how to market, how to brand it, things of that nature, but specifically how to get to 5,000. It helps our questions when we get in front of people, right? So you might meet some, you might meet somebody that's podcasting, and if we know our target, we say, yo, I just got to ask you a question real quick. How would I get, what's the best way to get to Mm $5,000? And that's the game that they're going to teach you that they otherwise wouldn't have told you because they're like, yo, I love your pot. You come up to them and say, hey, man, I love your podcast, man. I want to get a podcast like you. How do I get started? Right. They'll say, man, just make sure you're consistent. Go grind. Okay. (laughs) You left with no game (laughs) whatsoever. No keys. So you got up there and you started with, I have multiple targets. So now we've broken that down to successful podcast. And then we broke that down to two to three thousand to three thousand to five thousand. Why five thousand? What made you go from two thousand to five thousand in 30 seconds? Well, because I, th- I felt that I felt that twenty five hundred was be- well, the reason I gave the range at first was because I felt I, w- I was unsure on what exactly would be successful. Mm-hmm. And I guess yeah, me making a thousand dollars on a podcast, I think, would actually be successful, mm-hmm. like for for somebody that has never done a podcast. Yeah. But it's all relative. But like, I'm thinking like, I don't want to sell myself short because I know I'm dope, and I know like my co-host is going to be dope. I know the stuff 
we're going to talk about it. It's going to be dope and people are going to love it. So that's why I bumped it up real quick to 5,000, just thinking that any content that I create or any, any, um, anything that I put out is just going to be dope and people are going to like it. People are going to rock with it. Mm-hmm. How do you know you're dope? I know I'm dope because when I was so I've been through a lot. And the question that I always think about in my mind is if they wrote a book on your life, would anybody read it? And I always say to myself, I think about this all the time. My book would be a bestseller. Mm-hmm. How? It's just the the things that I've I've endured and been through. And from where I was to where I am now, it's a blessing. And so many people would be able to relate to something like that. And I feel like that story is something that needs to be told. Let me, let me give you um, an example, too. Are the best rappers in the world the ones that's most successful? No. Like, I'm talking about the ones that got a great story. I'm talking about they put the words together like nobody else, the best beat mate. Mm-hmm. For what, I'm, I'm just going to give you some perspective. When building a business... Is not necessarily about talent or ability in this day and age. Mm-hmm. It's whoever can get in front of the most people. Yes. Whoever can come up with the best gimmick, the best, the people who can network the most. That's what it's about. So, how do we have a dope po- podcast? Not, yo, I think you're amazing on a podcast. I think I'm amazing on a podcast. But when we first started, people was not feeling it. People were not feeling it, girl. <laughs> They were, they so were brutal me. in the comments. They were like, yo, why is Dottie here? Da, 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 da. <laughs> right? right. So, ability. Of, obviously, she's literally the best coach I've ever met in my life in terms of small business. Right? People ask me to coach. I'm like, eh, you might as well go holler at Dottie. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, but, but my point is, it's not just ability. And the reason we got to be in this environment, so I call Brandon's more like, yo, come on. Because I know he's, he's going to start the pod. Come on, come check it out. Because I think one of the one things someone's target needs to be is just being in the room. Yeah. Because mm. you don't you don't get this anywhere else. Mm. You know what I mean? Oh, so go ahead. No, 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 no. I thought that was powerful. Environment is something that we need to add to target as well. And we're gonna go through and give some steps. I think people like these actionable steps. 100%. Yeah. So you were talking about um, the 5,000. So we've increased the goal on the spot. God, that's what environment will do to you. Won't it? Mm. Environment will go f- have you going from not thinking about the money to increasing the money. To se- you know, sometimes the environment is necessary just to be able to admit nice. that you want what you want. Because sometimes we're in environments where we feel guilty about really saying what we want, mm-hmm. right? I can't go around certain friends talking about I'm going for my first seven-figure year when— they're still trying to figure out a thing to start, right? So you kind of shut down when it comes to having those conversations and you convince yourself, well, maybe I want too much. Then you get into other environments that elevate you. Yo, environment needs to be a target for every single person. So when you are going after whatever your goal is to start a business, that's what our audience is. So if you're going for a big goal, Get in an environment. First of all, create a goal so big that it scares you. Mm. That it scares you. You should be afraid of your own. You should have these nervous jitters inside about your own goal because you're thinking about what do I have to do? Who do I be? Who do I have to become? Right? Who do I have to know to make this happen? You get around. You get a goal that's so big that it scares you. But a target should be to get in in an environment of people that when you talk about that scary goal, it's not scary anymore. Mm -hmm. You just went from 
multiple ideas or multiple targets to $5,000, right? So let's get back to this dope. David hit on it. I'm dope. You're dope. Everybody in this room is dope. But if nobody knows I exist, how am I going to be super successful at this thing, right? So now you want this podcast. You've got a great co-host. You've got a great personality. You've got great topics. Uh, I would then... I don't know if you've done the market research to have your audience say, yep, this is going to be dope, right? Another way to save yourself is to get your target market, your target target audience. And sometimes you have to discover who that audience is. And that's as simple as utilizing like your social media to say, hey, guys, if I were to start a podcast based on what you know about me, what would you like to hear that's me good. talk about? That's good. That's good. Grab, grab your phone. Put that on Facebook, too, because you got to engage. I, I did it already. You did? What did yeah, they right. say? Um... A lot of people says sports, sports, because people know you know I do I do sports, um, but people that I think that know me know me will like just tell your story, mm-hmm. and um, are you on gonna your tell podcast? them about the time like uh, don't I make, don't make anything I've up, don't make you anything up. When we first met, it was crazy. How we met was in, I'm talking about bell ring after class. He's talking about yo, I just came from New York. You know what I'm saying? I'm like yo, we got a slap box after class. What is Game? slap boxing? Is you've never slap box? Why would I want to do something called slap boxing? Yeah, yeah I'm imagining. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely not. I'm imagining slap boxing is just that. going back and forth like. Oh, no, no, no. It's like square up, like boxing. Why would you want to sign up to volunteer yourself to that get slapped in the face? That's a good question. Why did we do it? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it just seemed like the We thing. weren't mad at each other. <laughs> yeah, no. It, was, it actually created this best friendship that we have here. It's wow. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I think I saw a similar concept. (laughs) I saw a similar concept one time at the strip club and the girls got all greasy inside of a boxing ring to slap box each other. Uh, Is that the same thing? uh, Maybe. They were making money, though. Did they do the one where, like, they just stand there and then one person slaps? Yeah. And then another person stands there. And you got to take it? No, this is like, we're actually, like, it's, yeah, it's boxing with no gloves, but instead of punching in the face, we'll slap in the face. All I can say is I wish a person would. <laughs> right? I wish I wish a person would. Back to the lesson at hand. I'm sorry. <laughs> I said, what if that was going to be in his story? Well, yeah, yeah, that'll yeah, be, yeah, that'll yeah. be in the story. That'll be a part of yeah, right. But now we're talking about a podcast, right? And I've shared my story a couple of times. You've shared your story. But we got to go deeper than that. So what else is going to make this a hit podcast? People, let, let, me, let me just say this to you. People truly don't care about your story. That's a fact. They don't care about you or your story. People care about seeing themselves in you in a way to get a a result that they will admire, right? right? So nobody wants to read a story. Notice the documentaries or like the Lifetime movies or that's covering somebody's actual story. It always goes to, it finishes off with the result. Like, man, I'm glad that they were able to come out on the other side or, oh, wow, it it's terrible that it went that way and, and, and this was the end result. What results are your story, is your story attached to in a way that your audience is going to be interested in it? Right. So I would, I would say that I wanted to inspire people and encourage people. It's not enough, though. Not enough? It's not enough. So specifically, right? Specifically, your story is inspirational. And I'm going to be honest with you, B. Most people's stories are. Mm-hmm. Why am I buying into yours?
These are the questions. Yeah, I don't, I don't have an answer for that. These are the questions. Yep. Yeah, and I, I think that's why it's important to, um, like, getting a coach might be, because no matter what you do, you're not going to come up with these questions on your own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it's that's why, you know, I enlist the help of a coach because there's certain questions or certain certain things about the dream because the dream is so big. And it's like, I can see it. But mm-hmm. all the little things that you have to do to get that done. And that's why having two targets, especially for a beginning entrepreneur, it's virtually impossible because you have to consider all of this about this one target. And then the clothing brand, it's going to be a whole, it's going to be a whole nother list of things to consider. Yeah. But what if the two coincide? What then, if the a Vibe Call Blessed a... podcast helps us reach a million dollars in sales for Vibe Call Blessed? Then we need to say, okay, my goal is to make a million dollars. Here's how I'm going to do it. One avenue is the apparel. Gotcha. One avenue is the podcast. Okay, then I switch my goal. Okay. <laughs> Hold on, I want you to pause real quick. Pause real quick, wishy-washy. Uh... <laughs> That's your new day, wishy-washy. Wishy-washy. You said something about um, it's so important to have a coach because these are questions that you may not even think about. And I'm going to challenge that because some people will think about those questions. Man, why would they hear my story? Why would this? But the answer that you give yourself, a coach is going to help you stretch. Think about it like hiring a physical fitness coach or a personal trainer. You know that the same weights they're going to make you lift You know that you need to lift those weights and you may even have enough in you to go to the gym and lift those weights. But when that arm gets wobbly, when you get tired, when you start to breathe a little hard without your coach, you're going to quit because nobody's holding you accountable to stretch. Mm, I like that. But I I still the most impactful um, people in my life when anytime I went to another level, they just asked me questions that I wouldn't ask myself. So I was like, yo, I, I went to Neo. Shouts out to Nehemiah Davis. I use him all the time. But I, I made this course, and I was going to sell the course for, you know, a certain amount of money. And he said, why don't you not sell the course and package it into a higher ticket offer? I didn't never ask myself that question. Mm-hmm. Ever. I believe it. Right? Yeah. So I, so I say, um, yo, I'm about to do this, you know, this this, this content on, on YouTube or whatever. And... I'm like, okay, I'm unique. But then my coach at CJ asked me a question. He says, why would I want to watch you over um, somebody else that's equally dope? Brandon? You know, I don't don't know. I didn't have an answer. And then I started thinking about it. Okay, let me look at some other people that are amazing. And I know in my own box, in my own world, I'm super dope. But in the grand scheme of the, like, in terms of everybody everybody else in my space... What is going to make people say, yo, I'm not watching that person right now if I have this limited time. I'm going to watch this person. Let me ask you what the answer to that question is. What is it? Why are people plugged into Social Proof Podcasts when they could be plugged into XYZ Podcasts that has the same exact conversations? Um, my, I've, I've really thought really hard about that. And I've watched a whole bunch of people interview and nobody interviews the way I interview. And what we're doing here, nobody does it. Mm. Mm. Nobody. Like, I, and I, I've been looking. So I literally this whole week, I've been listening to podcasts. I'm talking about like podcasts that are amazing. Yeah. And they're asking formatted questions. You yeah. feel me? I, like, it, it, it was, it, it's really hard to explain, but the question 
that they asked didn't even remotely link to the conversation. It's like it was the whole conversation was pivot, 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 this question, this question. Yeah. And what we do is more organic. Yeah. And like what we're doing right now in terms of talking directly to an entrepreneur, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen anybody doing on the spot coaching like live. Like by the time they see it, it's not live, but we're doing this. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing this live, like really a scratch pad and, and taking notes and really figuring it out. And you know what else is really cool about this is I know, especially after I think episode 101, and it, it was a really strong episode where we really kind of got on this track where we're doing the live coaching on the spot like this. I know that you talked about it. I don't remember if it was before we started recording or after going back to those notes and actually checking yourself. Oh, what? All <laughs> How, the time. Did you go back to the notes and check Absolutely. yourself? One of the things that I think poses a problem for many entrepreneurs is that even, even if you have a coach, like my client uh, that I talked about earlier that I went to visit, even if you have a coach who asks the right questions and helps you to get really clear on what your target is, sometimes it's really easy to get off course. Yeah, 100%. It's easy to get off course. Life happens. Success happens. Disappointment happens. And so it's really easy to get off track. So one of the things that I like to tell my, my, my clients all the time is stick to the basics, the basics, the basics, the basics. So when you're going to target practice, for example, we're going back to the gun range and you got this target in front of you, while you may over time become an expert shooter or a sharp shooter is what I think they say. And there's these ticks that, tips that you can do. There's this eye movement. You can now uh, put a laser beam on it. You can go out into the field and you can shoot moving targets. And all those things are great. You've established yourself as an expert. But if you ever forget the basics about how to hold a gun and aim, mm -hmm. everything falls apart. Yeah. So what are the basics for you as an entrepreneur that got you your very first customer, that got you your very first payment, that helped you establish your very first piece of impact? What are those basic steps that we did? Like, number one, consistently showing up. Mm -hmm. yep. Consistently showing up. Number two, it could be, I know for you and I, it could be consistently learning. Yep. Consistently learning. The reason that we're able to be really, really innovative and have these conversations and not be afraid of them is because we stay learning. We're always learning and it keeps us in the basics. It keeps us in the basics. You can get off track with your time, right? Now that you start to make money, more money, they say more money, more problems. So now you're doing other things with your time that uh, you, you didn't have to do last year because you weren't in a space where you had to do it. But what are the basic things that you need to do with your time every single day? 100%. What are those basic things? Is it continuing to spend an hour a day or 30 minutes a day on creating content? Is it continuing to say, hey, my brand really blew up when I phone called a couple of my clients just out of the blue just to check in on them off schedule? What are the basics that helped you get your first results? Mm -hmm. And we got to stick there. Yeah, I, I want to give you all this formula, too. And y'all might want to take notes. I created it. And uh, I want to get a, a patent or a trademark on it because it's so dope and it's really going to help you with your targets. Okay? So I coined it. You might want to write this down. I, I got it's my called, Okay. Pen. It's called SMART Goals. SMART Targets. I created this acronym, SMART. Okay? S-M-A-R-T. Don't get us sued. By who? Because you didn't do it. I made this myself. What you mean? So look. So you any any target or goal you wanna you wanna make sure I just mentioned smart goals 10 minutes ago. 
Oh, oh yeah, because I was talking about it on, on IG Live last <laughs> week. So that's where you got it from. I heard Good. you. I was inspired so, by you. So smart goals. Um, smart targets. <laughs> smart targets. I like you know it. <laughs> we definitely going to trademark smart that. And targets. don't even try to do it because by the time you see that, it's done. Right, right. So here, here's, 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 it's an acronym. So S stands for specific. Mm. Okay, your target must be specific. Specific. What if I say um, my goal is to impact the culture? Mm-hmm. Is that specific? No, nope. I have no idea. Sounds good, but I don't know what you mean. What if I want to get rich? Nope. Not a target. Nope. It's, it's not. It's not specific. Six figures is not. A, it's not specific. Six figures could be a hundred thousand, nine hundred ninety-nine thousand. We have to make sure this target is very, very specific. You got anything on that? Yeah. Go for it. See, this is what happens when you put us on the spot because I was so into what you were saying that I'm not prepared. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. You have to get super specific, a.k.a. clarity, yeah. right? You got to be really, really clear and specific in your goal. What you call them, the wishy-washy entrepreneur? You can't be the wishy-washy, flip-floppity <laughs> entrepreneur. No, you, you seriously got to get really, really specific. So what am I going to do? How am I going to do it? Who am I going to do it for? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, can I guess what the M is for before you no, go there? No, no, can I just guess what the M? Okay. <laughs> the M is measurable. Me- oh, measurable. Your target must be measurable. I would have never thought of that. you measure it? You can't measure getting in shape. You can't measure getting rich. You can't measure it. So what can we start to track? So if we say the goal is $100,000 a year or $8,300 a month or $275 a day, we can measure it. If in the middle of the day, I'm at $250, we're on track. Because we can measure it because the goal is $275 a day. If I'm at $250 by by lunch, I'm rocking right now. If it's 9 p.m. and we're at $100, are we on track or off track? We can tell because we can measure it. You know what I mean? So if the goal is $5,000 a month, by the 15th, we can see if we're on track or not, if we're at $2,500 by the middle of the month. Measure it. Measure it. Okay, you got anything on measure? Being measurable you, in my smart targets. Because this is your patent. And don't pending. steal this either, y'all. Don't go out writing, a book, writing books on my smart targets. Go ahead. Yeah. No, back to data analytics. Like, people want to see how this fits into everything that we talk about measuring your goal fits into that piece of data and analytics. So I want you guys to hear how simplified the language becomes. That I created. Okay. I want you guys to hear when we speak about things. It's so important that Black voices are represented in Black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of Black uh, voices and influencers from Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives 
haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that censor black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's like clarity. It goes back into David's patent pending uh, or trademark pending formula. Mm-hmm of being specific. And then when we talk about data and analytics, all we're talking about are measurables, measurables. Ooh, I got a piece. I'm I'm about to really trademark something. What what is it? I'm not telling you because (laughs) it'll be yours. (laughs) That's a fact. All right. So make sure our target, okay, whatever our target is for the rest of the year, for this month or whatever, just make sure it's specific. And that goal can be measured somehow. Okay. Um, The A, okay. Get your notes ready. Attainable. Oh, I was going to say action. Gosh. No, 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 no. Boy, was I wrong. (laughs) Don't worry. I'll I'll give you the slides. I'll give you this video for you to check out. Will you sell them to me? Is it at the upsell at the end of the checkout? (laughs) Absolutely. Is is this goal or target attainable? So a million dollars, Brandon, by the end of the year, is that something we can attain based based on schedule? Wife, kids, resources, network, everything. Is it attainable? Okay. So we need to make sure it's specific, make sure it's measurable, and it's attainable. Considering everything that we have, right? So I want, there there, there are some businesses that, um, because based on my lack of resources, uh, not being able to travel um, in 2020 like that, because of COVID and all that, there are certain things that I wanted to do. And I didn't, I didn't make it one of my main targets because it just simply wasn't attainable at the time based on everything we got going on. You got anything on attainability? You covered it. Yep. Okay. R. Okay. Y'all ready? I'm telling you, this, this formula for your target will change your life if we start basing our goals or our target off of this formula that I created. Mm. Specific, measurable, attainable. The R is for realistic. Mm. Is this a realistic goal? Um, somebody thought, uh, I, I was talking to somebody and they're just so in the clouds. He said, my goal is to um, be a, 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 a build a billion dollar business um, before I'm, or be the youngest billionaire or something like that. And I don't remember the exact situation, but he was a little too old. Yeah, he was a little. Uh, he was like twenty nine. He's like, yo, my goal is to be a billionaire by the time I'm uh, in thirty or something, something like that. And I'm like, all right, I get it, but based on what's happening in your life right now, um, how close are we? He said, I don't know, but I just believe. He just read. He read the secret. Yeah, all the secret to change your life. <laughs> if he says he's going to be a billionaire by next year, in his mind, yes, I'm going to be a billionaire. But it's not it. Some things, and I, and I hate treading on this. I don't even know why I put the R in here on realistic because being realistic is in your own mind. Well, so here's the thing. I do have something on there. And it's, it's interesting because, gosh, I swear 
the smart goals formula was something that I Googled one time, like several years ago. Um, oh, 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 somebody stole your formula. You got to watch who you tell your business to, folks. <laughs> All right. So realistic, a simple way to determine whether or not your target or your goal is realistic is to ask yourself, are you a person? Are you the person to make that thing happen? What's going on, family? David Chans, I want to give you a special invitation to The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com. It is the only organization that gathers every single morning, Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and we help you learn entrepreneurship, grow as an entrepreneur, become an entrepreneur, or you just get to be in an environment, a network of all entrepreneurs. Literally hundreds of entrepreneurs gather on a Zoom call Every single morning, Monday through Friday, okay? So I want to give you a special invitation to help grow your business and your brand all this year, okay? Every single day. You eat every day for the for your health. You brush your teeth every every day for your hygiene. I need you to learn and grow every single day um, for your mindset, okay? So make sure you go to themorningmeetup.com. It is only $1 um, trial. You don't need a promo code. Just go $1, themorningmeetup.com. Check it out. If you like us, stay. If not, after that, it's $79 a month, but I'm pretty sure you're going to enjoy yourself, okay? So go to themorningmeetup.com. I love y'all. See you in the morning. Mm. You mm. who you are, are you the person to make that thing? Is this realistic for you? So if you want to start a business that requires you to talk to a thousand people a month, and that means that you have to be on all the social scenes and you're out and about and you're networking, but you're super shy. You're scared to talk to people. You don't like people. You're not a people person. You're always rubbing people the wrong way. They all... Is this realistic for you? Mm-hmm. Is this something that can really happen? Or if you're if you're looking to, to put a business together that requires a lot of your time output, it requires that you're physically working a lot, but you also want to be a stay-at-home mom or dad, and you want to do four hours of quality time a day with your spouse, and you want, you know, this... Is this realistic for you? Like maybe, maybe we can still get the same result, but just achieving it a different way. So maybe, maybe our approach. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I I really, really don't want to like crush anybody's dreams, but sometimes the way we're putting goals together, it's just not realistic. It's not realistic. I I don't want you to ask your friends and family because they might be limited in their belief and some of the things that you think are not realistic, if you get in the right environment, they're like, oh, no, nah, that's easy. Yeah, by so, the end of this, I want, I, I want everybody to check your target. And we're going to do a recap because we want you to definitely check your target. Because right now, you're plugged into this. Some of you may be plugged into this looking for the one key that you need to take this goal to the next level. And that one key for you may be that the goal is not on target yeah. <laughs> at all. Yeah. We're way off track. Yeah. Way off track, and, and we're gonna we're gonna analyze that and question that. What's that? Um, there was a smart. So we did the S, yeah, we did the, the M, A yep. R. What, what's the T? The T. Okay, I'm I'm glad you asked. Okay, okay, okay. okay. Um, the T. Time bound. Time bound. This goal, this target, needs to have some sort of time limitation a part of it. So this goal needs to be okay. I want to make a million dollars by. I need to make six figures by or in a month, in 30 days, I'm going to accomplish whatever it is. There has to be some sort of time attached. If not, it's going to be pie in the sky stuff and you'll always be chasing it because it never ends. Mm -hmm. So the goal might be to lose 30 pounds. Well, 
It's specific. I want to lose 30 pounds. It's measurable. Okay. I, I, I got a scale. I'm going to be going to the gym, things of that nature. It's attainable for sure. We know people who've lost 300 pounds, so it's attainable. Realistic. Okay. I'm, I'm mindset is good. I didn't, I didn't, uh, re, uh, Rearrange my, my my refrigerator and cabinets, took everything out, put some good stuff in. Realistic. But if we don't put a time, a part of it, we'll forever be chasing it. We'll ne- like, I don't know about y'all, but um, when you were in school and there was a test that you had to take, if my teacher didn't say it's due Friday, I would never really grind it out to get the assignment done, ever. Because for me, I know I, I start feeling the heat when it's coming up. So when when we say the number, the 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 um and we say seven, we had a seven-figure goal for this year. I know my number, mine's 1.5. But it's by December 31st, mm-hmm. I know that where I'm at right now, I'm coasting. I know it. My my level of intensity is going to um is going to, it will be more intense around September, October-ish. Because I know, I put it on a podcast, I said it, I put it out there, and I and I told all my friends, and I'm feeling the heat because December 31st is coming. But if I just said, we're just going to make 1.5 million, and there's no time attached to it, mm-hmm. when do we kick things into gear? Mm-hmm. 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 Never. And, and, and maybe we do, but... The timeliness, you say time bound, I say timeliness. The timeliness creates it. It's your formula. Do your thing. Um, The timeliness is what is going to create the urgency. Mm -hmm. So some of us are not urgent enough about it. For some of us, it's not do or die. For some of us, it's not it has to work or it has to work, right? So also, when it comes to, like, looking at that goal that you have right now, whether it's I want to lose the 30 pounds in 30 days or I want to make $100,000 this year or seven figures this year, there's a couple of questions that I want you to ask yourself, just four questions. And number one is, are you willing to do the work? Mm -hmm. I can say all day long that I want to make seven figures. I will be totally transparent and tell you that some days this year already, I have not been willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. I'm checked out. Yep. I'm checked out. So when I re-engage with the goal, right, now I have to do more work than I had to do that I outlined because there were three days this last week that I just wasn't willing to do the work for mm-hmm. whatever reason. We're making it harder on ourselves because of that. Yeah. That stop and start. Mm-hmm. That stop and start. So are you consistently willing to do the work? First of all, let's start here. Have you identified the work? Mm, what is it required? What is the work that's required? That's question number one. So this is going to be our um, our target tracker, our fact checker on our targets, right? Number one, have you identified the goal? Number two, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, have you identified the target? Number one. Number two, have you identified the work that's required in order to make this target happen? Yep. Number three, are you willing to do that work? (laughs) Do you know the work? And two, are you willing to do it? Yo, because how many people make like weight loss goals Mm -hmm. and they want to lose weight and say, I got to lose 30 pounds, but then they go and eat donuts. Here's the crazy part. I know what it takes to get the body that I desire. And and I've been really honest with myself. 
I'm not willing to do it. I know I'm supposed to go to the gym. I just don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just don't want to. I, 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 I look at my old pictures be like, look at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I say to myself, man, those times have passed. <laughs> but, 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 <laughs> you can say the time has passed or you could be that person like me who says, but I really want to be fine. I really want to be fine, but I just, it, it hasn't become enough of a pressing issue for me. Javon, you're so unprofessional. Unprofessional. We recording. You can, you that thirsty that you had to mess up my flow? Proceed, Dottie. Get off Joe, man. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped his gallon of water. Like, he he, he dropped about it. Weight loss. Just... He picked it up. Like... <laughs> I forgot, right, I forgot right how now. much I'm supposed to have drank already by this hour. Let me get my sips in. Oh my god! In a minute, he's gonna start walking around the e complex, getting his steps in. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I cannot. I'm drinking water too. Yes. 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 Have you number one? So have you identified the goal? Number two, have you identified the work that's required to hit that target? Number three, are you willing to do the work? I want to be fine. I know that a goal of mine is to look like uh, Tracy Ellis Ross when I'm in my fifties. I don't do the work that Tracy Ellis Ross does. Mm. She's not fine for no reason at like 52 years old. She's fine because she eats great. She drinks a lot of water and she exercises religiously. She takes care of herself, right? I don't have the workout religiously part down packed. So yeah, I want it. It's a goal, but I'm not doing the work. And the only reason that I'm not doing the work is because I haven't been willing to. Mm. Right? Yes. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Say it again. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, my question is: Do you think that you're not willing to do the work because you really don't want it that bad? Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Any time that you are not willing to do the work, you don't want it bad enough, right. and that means that it either doesn't hurt bad enough. Mm-hmm. Like if if you're not willing, if you want, if your goal is to get off your job because you're not making enough money, you're only making thirty thousand dollars a year, but you know that you want to make six figures, but you go home and you go to sleep, you go on your lunch break, and you actually eat lunch only, like you're not multitasking, trying to figure something out, catch up on a course, call a client. If you are unwilling to do the work, then the pain of what $30,000 a year for you does isn't big enough. Mm. It's not big enough. You don't want it enough. If your goal is to lose the weight and you're not hitting that gym, it doesn't hurt you enough yet to the point where you're willing to do the work. You don't want it badly enough yet. You can only be willing to do the work for something that you want badly. Yep, yep. And I think um, if you're looking at your own activity, that will tell you if you want it bad. Because there's some people watching it, right? Yo, I do want it bad. But we have to look at the activity. You you, you feel me? So if you were going to say on a scale of one to five, five meaning, yo, it's it's the only thing I think about. I'm going hard. Like, I really, really want it. And one's like, eh, not really. I'm cool. Getting to, you know, your financial freedom number, where are you at on the scale of one to five? Three. A three. So now this this coming week, we can improve that. Right. Right. Remember you you told me like okay, Brandon's story, he was uh good job and they let him go. And you know, kind of now he's you know, figuring out this entrepreneurial thing. Got a bunch of cars on Toro, so he's doing well. Um, but he was saying that one thing you told me that uh yesterday, and a part of the reason why I was hitting you, like bring you around. Because you was like, um, yo, I wake up in the morning, I get the kids ready for school or something like that, and then I just go to the basement and I do nothing. 
for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. I say that not to embarrass you, but to have you feel something. To say, yo, something's wrong with that. But well, the cool I, thing I, is... There was something wrong when I said it. I, yeah. I knew that. You felt that. Yeah, <laughs> right. I, I knew it. I mean, it's not like I do nothing, but I do no. nothing toward that goal. You're not doing the right work. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we, now, now that we know it, though. Yeah. Now that we know it. Now yeah. that you're able to identify it, but identifying it is not enough. Like, you got to feel a burning desire. And sometimes the way that you get to that burning desire is to say, you have kids? So it's to say, if I continue to go in that basement every single day and not do anything that I know are the right things for this goal, 12 months from now, what does it look like for my kids? Mm. Mm. Yeah, when you put it, because now when you go downstairs, you're like making a conscious decision. Uh, forget them kids. <laughs> what you're doing is, you are, and this is how I like, this, this is how I think about it. Whenever I get in my zones and I want to be lazy and I just want to do nothing, right? It will multiply. So the right work will multiply, magnify and multiply and the wrong work will too. Mm -hmm. And so when you're doing things and you say, I'm going to go in the basement and I'm going to procrastinate and I just can't get out of this funk. You're basically saying that 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 bad behavior, you're more interested in committing to that bad behavior than you are to your children. That's kind of have to that's that's how I have to see it. When I wasn't willing to do the work to get to multiple six figures, it was saying to me, it was me saying, I'll take what I can get for me, my mom and my daughter in this. I'm not willing to do the work to give them better. I'll just keep doing what I'm doing and we'll just take what we can get. Mm-hmm. Yep. How many of you are living the I'll take what I can get lifestyle simply because you're not willing to do the work like right now? If you look at the last seven days and you haven't done the focused work, the right work, the smart target work that David just coined, Mm -hmm. you are taking what you can get. And a lot of times, most times, you can change the dynamic of what your present and your future looks like by simply doing the work, having a target, breaking it down this way so you know how to reach the target. Forgive yourself for anything that happened before today because sometimes you can't reach the target because it's unclear. You don't know how. You don't know how. But today we're making it very, very clear. Very, very clear. You can't go in the basement. You can't afford that. You can't walk down those stairs not one more time and say, I'm not doing anything. You don't deserve a free day right now. You don't deserve a free day. Most of our lives have been free days. It's, it's, it's time to level up. Yeah, that's a fact. It's time to level up. So have you identified the goal? Have you identified the work that's required? Are you willing to do the work, Brandon, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Now, are you willing to become the person that you have to become mm. in order to hit that goal? Yes. Before you commit? Yes. Before you say yes? Oh, oh before I say yes. Before Sorry. you say yes. Are you willing to make the habit changes? Yes. Are you willing to wake up the extra hour earlier? Yeah. Are you willing to learn more, read more? Turn off the Instagram. Are you willing to turn off the TV? Are you willing to log off of Instagram? Are you willing to tell David I can't make it for Monopoly night? Ah, see? Yeah. 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 <laughs> see, now you go too far. He's like, dang, you're ripping all of the luxuries away. But right now, you got to be in your season of not taking what you can get. 
This is the season of not just taking what I can get. This is the season of going after my more. Whatever your more is, whether it's more money or more opportunity or more health or more CEO status, whatever that more is, we are in our season of more. And so you got to step back on the stuff that's preventing you from that. So have you become, are you willing to become the person? And then are you willing to make the sacrifices? That monopoly night, are you willing to give it up? Time away from loved ones, are you willing to give it up? Are you willing to not be out here at every hot event that you need to be at? Because you need to be at home studying for it. Yeah. You need to be at home working for it. Are you willing to sacrifice a little bit of sleep? Yeah. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to not eat the donut, sis? <laughs> or bro, right? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to say, I'm used to savory sweets and savory dishes and all of this stuff, but... Right now, the goal calls for salad with just oil and vinegar. Mm -hmm. Are you willing to make those sacrifices? And then here's the other question. Are you willing to make the financial investment? Because it's going to cost you something. 100%. Well, there's a coach, it's going to cost you something. Book, it's going to cost course. you different ingredients for your meals. It's going to cost you a book. It's going to cost you a course, a coach, Right. Are you willing, it's going to cost you in, in different clothes. It's going to cost you maybe in keeping your hair cut, ca caught up because you got to film this content and look like something. Are you willing to spend the money? We're so attached to our money that it detaches us from our result. Mm, say it again, say it again. We it are again. so attached to our money that that detaches us from our result. Wow. Meaning we're not willing to go in our pocket, take it out and let our money go to work. Therefore, we can never get the result because we're attached to how much it costs. Who cares how much it costs? If I tell you that I got a course that is $2,500, but it's going to teach you how to make $100,000, is that a fair investment? Should you put your money to work on that? If I tell you that I got a $20 course that will teach you how to make $150, was that a fair investment? It doesn't have to be so big all the time. The result doesn't have to be so massive. We can take baby steps consistently. Babies take baby steps consistently. The moment they learn how to walk, they're taking consistent baby steps. And you're looking at them. You're seeing them pull themselves up. You see them grabbing on the furniture. You're seeing them holding on to whatever they can to take these steps. And before you know it, those baby steps turn into them running around the house. And you're like, when did they go from crawling to take these baby steps to now running around the house. And then you fast forward and you got a grown kid like me who's now driving you around the city. You were just taking baby steps. We don't give ourselves credit for those baby steps. You were just taking the baby step. Take the baby steps. And then one day you're going to be driving yourselves around the city. Wow. That's deep. And remember that part because that's going to be the clip for Instagram because you got your bag just I have a question. So I have, I have a question. So you get, you do these, you, you get these smart goals, right? So you're specific, you're, it's measurable, it's attainable, it's realistic, and it's time bound, right? So you get that, right? That's, that's, you're doing that. And this is for one thing, right? So let's say right now we're talking, I'm talking about making a million dollars for a vibe called blessed by March the 7th of 2022, right? A million dollars in sales, right? What do you do with the other stuff that you're doing? Because you want to be, you want to have these smart goals, right? So like, say, for instance, like, 
I know that being an entrepreneur coach is not all that you do. I know that being an entrepreneur coach is not all that you do. There's other things you do. Like, so for me, I do Turo, right? So that has some of my attention. Um, also, like when I say I'm going down in the basement to do nothing, I still, I'm still working on like my tournaments for, for football. Th- that's bringing in, re- in revenue as well. So how do you balance the really? other things that you're doing wh- while still having your goal, your, 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 your umbrella goal or your let big me, goal? Let me, tell, let me tell you what sucks. And this is probably, um, it really, really sucks. You're going to have to put some things down that you love to do. Because I love to do a couple things. But there's a couple things that you're going to have to either put down that you love to do. You're going to have to put down some things that actually make you money. So you got this big goal for making a million dollars in this business. And then you have the football league, right, where you spend a lot of time in the football league. If you identify, yo, it's going to take hours every single day, eight hours every day working on getting to this million dollars. But in the middle of the day, I have football games where, or, or practice where it's going to take three, four-hour block windows. Now we got to ask ourselves a question. It sucks. Trust me. I've done it over and over again. And every time I let go of something that was making me money to focus on something else, that something else grew. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So um, just mm-hmm. in my experience, um, you're going to have to let go of good to get to great. Like, remember, I, I called you the other day, like, yo, I'm not printing shirts for nobody else, which is a profitable business. And what did I say? Like, yo, you can go collect the money. I don't even want the money that they owe me. Like, some people that owe me money right now. You go collect it, you got it. Because I'm, I'm moving into focus. I got to let go of that money. I got to let go of these other things that I want to do. I used to play basketball every Wednesday, which was amazing. But podcast, the best day to podcast is Wednesdays where I block out time and would do like three, four, five joints. I love playing basketball. And then in my head, it says, yo, but I could, I'm risking my health. I need to work out. I need that energy. I need that, but I can't. So just that, just that, that would be my answer. I, I would definitely fit. love to hear you. Yeah. It doesn't fit. So you, you said, you know, that David does multiple things. I do multiple things. I didn't do multiple things first. For sure. I didn't do multiple things first. And even in the multiple things that I do, they all align, right? So sometimes we're looking at these multiple things wrong. Sometimes these multiple things are pieces to the whole one big picture, right? Pieces to the whole. I educate entrepreneurs. I educate entrepreneurs. I do that through coaching. I have a university. I do it through courses. I have a book, right? Sometimes or pre Pre-pandemic, I was booked often to speak on stage, but it was the one thing. When you hear the name Donnie Wiggins, you associate her with business development. I educate entrepreneurs. When you are looking at all these things that you want to do, and I'm just going to be real clear. I tried to, at one time, do multiple things. I tried to be a business coach because it made sense, right? It was easy for me to do. And then I was also, uh, I got my, Not necessarily my start start, but I got my recognition start in the network marketing industry. I was building, uh, you know, MLM companies. Right. And even down to that decision, my business, so many things that happened over the years after that Bishop T.D. Jakes Megafest thing, Mm -hmm. like I had to make a decision. 
And it took me a couple of years to make that decision. It was like, wow, I'm in demand now as a coach. I want to build this up to you know, X, Y, Z, whatever the goal was at that time. But I still got this network marketing business. I'm still, you know, I got these people attached to me. These people believe in themselves because they believe in me, you know, at this point. How do I do both? So I tried to convince myself for a whole other year that I could do both. Well, if I build the team up and then just put some leaders in place to manage it for me, then those leaders will hold it down. And it never, ever, ever worked out that way. And it got to the point where I had to make a decision. Network marketing was easy, easy money for me and big impact. So it hurt to say I'm done. But do I continue to chase that five figures or do I go all in on my potential six figure a month idea where my impact doesn't have to be impacted? I still get to impact people, but now on a bigger scale. Now, the time that I would have been spending doing three way calls and one on ones and hotel meetings, I'm here doing the podcast. Well, the podcast has put us in front of millions of people. It's put us in front of millions of people, 100%. right? Whereas my organization, though, those people were very important to me. I was maxed out on that, on that particular level. I had to say for my sanity, for my mental health, and for really the greater good of the results that I'm able to get, I got to cut something out. It just didn't work. Even though I was really good at both, I couldn't do both. Even though I was managing my calendar I wasn't sleeping, even though I was impacting people. And this feels like a purpose, right? It just doesn't work. You have to choose something and you have to get really, really, really good at that something. And the really, really, really good is determined by whether or not you reached your goal. Yes or no. Really clear. Really clear. Have I reached my goal with the trial with a vibe called blessed? Have you? No. Reach the goal. No. If you've proven the concept here, hear me out on this, you guys. If you've proven the concept and you're on to something that works, reach the goal. Meaning if you have a t-shirt line and you sold 20 t-shirts to people who were not your family and friends, clear, not your family and friends, 20 strangers, you've proven the concept. Now we can take 20 to 200 to 2,000 to 20,000. We'll reach the goal. If you're creating a coaching and consulting business and somebody has paid you money at the price that you're worth, You've proven the concept. Three to five people pay you money at that price. You've proven the concept. Now we can go to th- from three to five. We saw that all it takes is three to four a month to get to $100,000. So if you've proven the concept and someone's paid you three to five, let's rinse and repeat, do that over and over and over, achieve the goal. Then through systems and operations and people and procedures, now maybe you can say, hmm, I want to do a podcast. Let me tell you also what that's going to do for you. It's going to take you from being somebody who's just trying to figure out how to tell their story for impact, for somebody who's now able to associate the story with the result, Mm -hmm. that increases the impact. That increases your podcast views. Increased podcast views increases your advertising dollars. Increased advertising dollars gets you to this $5,000 that you want to make. It's all a cycle. They all have to work together. We're treating our bigger picture like a bunch of different pictures. Right. We're treating it like individual pictures inside of individual picture frames when it all needs to go into one one photo album. Yeah. And I, I would say this is and this is definitely um, a lot of advice for speaking directly to you as a beginning entrepreneur and other people that are uh, beginning, because eventually you'll be able to put people in place to do other things. So we have the complex. I don't 
I don't do anything for the comics other than come record this podcast, but Jovan runs it. And we got a group of people who are responsible for the success of this venue or the kiosk at Cumberland Mall. I don't, I, I very rarely go because um, I have a, a partnership with my man, Jamel. He, he holds it down. He runs it. He just tells me what, what shirts we need, what we need to re-up on. So I'm able to kind of delegate that. But the only way I can do that is because I've successfully built something. And that's when people come and they say, yo, let me, I, I want to be a part of your team. Or um, you can create some sort of partnerships where you tell them, hey, this is what needs to be done, but I'm out of it. Mm-hmm. Don't call me for anything. Mm. I'm out of it. Mm. I just want to add to that because that's so powerful. So because so many people say, oh, well, you do multiple things. I know you do. Are you the doer or the investor? Mm. Yeah. Give me some. That was saucy. <laughs> yes. There are multiple things that are making us money. But are you the are you the doer or are you the investor? Are you the doer or are you the delegator? Right. And that makes a difference. If you're trying to the doer, first of all, don't play with me. I'm putting that right on Instagram right now. Don't play with me. I'm about to write a post. Hold on. Let me. (laughs) Are you the doer or the delegator? So multiple streams of income doesn't mean that you have to be creating multiple streams of work for yourself. You just don't. It's not multiple jobs, right? Multiple streams of income. That that concept wasn't designed for you to go out and get multiple jobs. And even as a CEO, when you're trying to do all these things, the podcast, the this, the this, the this, when you were doing the podcast and you are doing the morning meetup and you were doing the T-shirts, something started to feel like a job. 100%. 100%. And that's why this. I told Jamel, I was like, yo, I can't touch it. Yeah. The T-shirts? Yeah. I can't touch it. Something started to feel like a job. So yeah. David went from appearing at the kiosk, being the doer, to partnering with someone strategically and being the delegator, right? And that's so important. Don't don't work so hard that you're working off of your job just to become a business owner and owning multiple jobs. And going back into that same mindset, like you're now trying to figure out how to take 33% to 33 from here to 33% from B to 33% from C to make 100%. When all you really got to do is go hard on A, and make 100%. And then you got these other ideas that you've written down. Okay, I got A rolling. Now that I've done the work, I'm the doer, and I'm able to start delegating some of A, let me start doing some of B and get that running and then start delegating B. And if there's a C, this is how you do that, right? So I know for a fact that you invest in real estate, sometimes real estate that you didn't go look at. Ever. Somebody goes and look here. Where do I send the wire? Where do I wire the money? Just yep. out to Terika. She'll send me deals, and she's like, "These are the numbers." And the way she has it set up is, and, and we're like, we we did a uh, fix and flip worked out really well. Now we're looking at buy and hold. She finds it, tells me if it's a good deal. And my my thing to her is, yo, if you think is if you think it's good, let's just do it. Yeah. I don't I don't even know how to analyze it really to know. If this is a good deal or not, but she's made millions and mm-hmm. millions and millions in this space, and she tells me the amount. This one's thirty thousand. We're gonna put X amount into it. All right, is this the one, Terika? This this where we going? She's mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's go. You 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 don't have to do everything, and the bottom line is, you just won't be successful at doing everything. 
I mean, just look at something as, as simple as cleaning up a house. When you try to go from the bedroom and do just a little bit in the bedroom and a little <laughs> bit in the kitchen and a little bit in the bathroom, at the end of it, you've worked for hours and your house still looks a mess. Yeah. Yep. In my room. Listen, man, this is this was an amazing podcast. This was oh, really here's an in, in, into that list to, to kind of end it off. Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to do it? Are you willing to do it? Then we have to have a conversation with ourselves of, of am I going to do it? Oh, yes or no? Am I going to do it? Am I going to do it? Because you might be super willing, but we can be willing for a year. I'm willing to lose weight, but are we going to do it? And then we got to have some consequences behind not doing it. Like there needs to say, hey, Dave, if I don't hit this goal by Friday, I'm taking you to lunch. And I'll take it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got a goal it's coming up here lunch. really soon. We got to um, associate a consequence. We got a goal. You just called me out on it about our planners yes. that are coming out. We've got these dope planners that are coming out, David and I, individual planners. And we set a goal like a month ago. That said, if those planners, if we didn't individually have our planners created and the order placed for them by March 15th, yes, one of us would owe the other $1,000. $1,000 and we're taking all our friends to lunch. And we're taking all of our, ooh, that's, a, that's an expensive lunch. Is it order placed? Did we say order placed? We did. Okay. Well, the good news is my planner's done. Wait, There's what, some tweaks. What was the one about taking the friends out to dinner? That yeah. was the consequence. That was the consequence. Yeah. He's trying to get on the list. He's trying to. We listen. My planner will be done because with the friends that we have, I'm not trying to take they, the whole group. They, they, the, you guys, I don't want to take these group of people to lunch, right? I, I like you guys a lot and you ladies a lot, but I'm not trying to feed. Yeah, they, their habits are different. Their yeah, their preferences are different. Because I, I would have to go with a list. Like, all right, guys, um, no drinks. Cucumber water. Cucumber. <laughs> Whatever comes with it, that's what you order. No extra. <laughs> no substitution. <laughs> we are not substituting anything. We're not doing appetizers or dessert. Mm-mm. I'd have to lay down some type of ground rules. We got to have a 45-minute time block because there's only so much you can do and eat in 45 minutes, Unless right? reserve a table of, you know, 12 for Chipotle. I'm all for it. Go crazy. You can y'all go ham. In fact, <laughs> shut this down. Yeah, okay? okay, so I think this has to be the other person has to. The other person picks the place. So if you don't get yours done, I pick the place that we take our friends to. Let's let's just revisit what the what the bet is, right? right or now. the challenge. It's complete the planner. But here's the thing: by the time they see this, it's going to be done. It'll be done. Yeah. But but so we'll be able to catch you guys up in a future episode as to whether it was done. So the only parameters were completing the planner and having the order placed. Okay. I don't remember the order place. Yeah, because we said that we have to. But now I'm still looking for like, well, shouts out to Amon Ray. She gave us a couple of places. Marketing by Mon Ray. And the order doesn't have to be a huge order. It has to be an order prepared for sale. That's really easy. So you can say, hey, I'm going to prove my concept and sell 20 of these. Order That's 20. True. That's a fact. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So market planner's done. We got one in hand. We can put an order I don't on. know if it's possible to have one in hand. But we have our order placed for them. Order placed. We talked about orders in hand, and we don't know the possibility of that because the shipping and delays, right, right. things out of our control. So order placed for whatever your quantity is, and I'm not even requiring a quantity, just more than five. Okay. 
I'm not requiring quantity, but more than five. Yeah, I just okay. required a quantity. Right. I got I to shout out a couple of things. So let's do it. Number one, shout out to this blazer from the 1980s. This is a blazer, you guys, that I have such amazing memories of my mom. My mom had one of these too. Yes, peep the shoulder pads and the ruched sleeves. I was so proud to wear this today. I thought about it and I just felt really, really good. And I had a super mom moment over the last 24 hours with my own daughter. So I felt like... This is what my mom would do, right? And I can't wait to like after go show her. Yeah, yeah, after I had my mom daughter moment. So this is a blazer that growing up as a little girl, anytime I would see my mom put this blazer on, like I just thought she was so beautiful and so fly, and I wanted to be just like her. And I've had this blazer in my closet for like ten years, never wore it. Um, and I decided. Uh, do you remember when those blazers was when they came out? <laughs> When they came out. Kind of Shout out to David's uh, father-in-law yeah, for being here, seeing us live today. He's talking about our blazer. He's an avid podcast watcher. And he's an avid podcast watcher. Did you have some, like, not nostalgia, but, like, when you came in, like, oh, is that where you do it? That's, did you have a feeling? No? You don't care that much? You know, uh, this, this is a generational thing. Yeah. By the time you realize where I'm at versus where y'all are, mm. you know, um, we would have had those things way back. Mm. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. I, I don't think they, they. I don't think they're gonna be able to hear you back there, Pop. But you gotta come to the. You gotta come. I know. All right. Well, 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 but it's well, like a pause. Yeah. It's like a pause for them. They right, can't right. hear. <laughs> so we are gonna talk about it. But right, cool. yep. So that. Um, thanks, Mom, for the blazer. I'm gonna send you this clip. Watch. Congratulations. Oh, you mean the Roly? <laughs> Oh my God! You mean Congrats. this? You mean this old we heavy went, thing? <laughs> we this? went to the store. We Can went to the Roller store, and uh, we bought it after. Not we bought it. You bought it, but after you helped me pick it. Episodes, and um, yeah, she was like, "Yo, it's it's time to it's time to get it." It's yeah, time to cop up. David, so, um, David peer pressured me. Uh, David peer pressured me by challenging me live to go out and get something that. I kind of wanted to get up, been talking about it, and then Wall Street Trapper kind of came behind you and solidified it. Like, you need to have that. You deserve that, right? And I will tell you, it hasn't been a week. It's probably been like four days since I got it. Four, maybe five days. And I have already, I've worn it every day, and people have already looked at me differently and spoken differently. Like, oh, I like your watch. Oh, that's a nice, what do you do? I've had that. Like, you know, those moments have happened. What do you do? Or I will notice, I was at dinner with someone and they just kept looking at my wrist. Trying to figure, is that a Rolex? Is that a, is that a, yeah, I'm like, you know, and so you just start talking differently. You know what I mean? And when you're responding to messages and stuff on your phone, you just start. And then I just noticed like, I'm always like itching right here on my neck. Especially when I'm on a FaceTime, you know, so shout Yo. out, shout out to the Roly. Thank yeah, you man. for pushing because I don't know if I feel any different, but I can definitely see how it, how it opens doors. Yeah. Do not go out and buy a very expensive anything just to open doors. You want to make sure you set a goal just like I did, just like David did and that you can afford it. And it wasn't your last 20. It was not my last 20. Don't, 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 don't go out there and do that. <laughs> So, um, all right, man, we got we got to wrap up, man, because um, I feel like we this has been a while. I feel like we can go get something to eat, though. I, I feel like anyway, this episode. Go ahead, spot, get get you do the sponsor first while I get my uh, my text number because people text me 
It was really cool. And, and I think there are some people that thought I wasn't going to text Respond. Them back. Yo, I get that all the time. Like, wow, you actually responded. Or somebody will text and say, is this an autoresponder? And I'll be like, no, Shans, it's me. No, B, it's me. It's yeah. Donnie. It's your girl. I'll even send a video sometimes. Like, does this look like an autoresponder? I, I do audio, though. Yeah. How many people, how many people text you? What's I your, got a lot of hold people. On, hold on, let me how see. Just on your side. Hit the little button right there. I'm not hitting my Just button. Just hit the little button. I don't want, let me see yours it. first. I'm not going to say it. Let me see yours. Jesus. Let me see yours. My number is not your number. Really? Let me no. see. Oh, my gosh. Let me see. Let me see it. I don't want to share my number. I'm not sharing my number. I'm not. No, let me show you. Let me show you. Anyway. Yo, no, okay, here's my number. <gasps> oh, it went to zero real quick. And I thought I, thought I deleted something. That's my number. But I ain't bad. No, this, but let me show you another number. Don't say. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, In like 30 days. All right. So um, this episode is sponsored as always <laughs> by The Morning Meetup, themorningmeetup.com, themorningmeetup.com. It's the only organization that gathers every single day for the betterment of entrepreneurship. Okay. If you are an entrepreneur, a entrepreneur, somebody just wants to be a part of an adult community of entrepreneurs, you need to go to themorningmeetup.com. I'm telling you, it has absolutely changed my life because the benefit of being in an organization like this is if you're looking for customers, you got to find where the customers are. And if you're in an organization or a community where there are a bunch of people that are your target market, you've automatically inserted yourself into a, a market of customers. Or um, one of the reasons you haven't really been able to um, um, get the right answers because nobody's asking the right questions. And I'm a coach owner asking the questions that's going to prompt you to get the right answers so that you can become successful. Okay. So um, I believe environment is everything and we've built the dopest environment on planet earth. So go to themorningmeetup.com or you can text me because I, I, I'll send out updates on anything that I'm doing at 404-737-4935. 404-737-4935. You text me right now. I'm going to text you back. Okay, well, I don't know when right now is, but 404-737-4935. Okay, go to themorningmeetup.com. You could try for a dollar. The morning meetup is really a dope environment. Isn't it? I got to give you your shot, your props on that. I love every time I'm there. I love seeing everybody's posts from it. I like when you have new members come in and I see them post on Instagram, like their screenshot, like they're in the building. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. So this episode is also brought to you by Post to Paid. Post to Paid is the only membership, the only community where you can come in and Take the overwhelm out of thinking about what to post on your social media platforms. What that means is oh, I... What Joe said the other day, he's in your post to pay group. Joe! I, he might I think he been. walked outside. Yeah, but he was like, yo, he said, I, I, I guess you, 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 you tell them what to post. And he's like, yo, I posted. He said, yo, I've never gotten this much engagement. I was like, dang. Yeah. Ow. I have people who literally say, like, I have... Uh, Vending, uh, Danielle, Danielle with Elite Vending, who said that her vending page went from like 1,000 to 6,000 people in 30 days as a result. Obviously, all the results aren't that big. Um, I've got people who have gotten clients as a result. Engagement, some of y'all who's not used to getting any kind of likes are now getting likes and actual comments on your post. Anyway, post to paid is a community where you can engage with me via my text messages. I send you three post prompts every single day that helps you get engagement 
and sales on your social media platform. It's best used on Instagram and Facebook. And in order to enroll, you text me at 404-737-2767. And you know what, Shans? It's like $1.23 a day. Mm. It's literally $37 a month. I love it. As of the time of this. I'm thinking about increasing it because it's, it's, it's a lot of work. And you got an I... Program? You got an affiliate situation? I'll, I'll create one for you. I literally send these texts out. Like, I don't pre-schedule them because the app doesn't allow you. You can pre-schedule posts, but if you do, it won't reach the new people who came in since mm-hmm. you scheduled. So I literally, you guys, am three times a day texting you. Like, when I'm reminding myself to text my mom, I'm texting my post to pay community. It's awesome. And then we also do a monthly content training every single month. So I'm super excited about that. This episode is also brought to you by Six Figure EDU. Um, Six Figure EDU is the home for coaches and consultants to come and build out your six-figure program. I walk you through literally step-by-step everything that I did, everything that a David has done, everything that some of your favorite coaches and consultants have done to build their business to six figures and beyond. And you can connect with us there at www.sixfigureedu.com. I think one uh, episode, one of the next ones that we should do is one that focuses on breaking down what we do because Brandon brought up a good point. I know you do more than just coaching. I know you do more than just coaching. I want to break down exactly what we do and how it fits and how it connects. I'm with that. I'm with that. Absolutely. And yeah, we need to do an episode where you just like answer the questions from the text. Oh, that would be clutch. So, yep. So do this. Um, I have a lot of people I know in the previous episode, we t- we asked people to text us. We invited them to text us the word puzzle. Have you been getting a lot of puzzle texts? Yes, All right. So I get a lot of puzzle texts. And that was for people who needed help putting their individual puzzle together. Right. Um, I think that you guys can start texting us for questions specifically that you want answered on the podcast, right? These are questions that you want us to bring to the podcast, not necessarily questions that you want us to be answering via our text because we get a lot of text messages. Is there a way to set that up to where it's only the ones who text like podcasts or something like that goes into a A community? Yep, you got to do it um, for them. You have to, so if you go to communities right Mm -hmm. here and then create a community here, you can create a name for it. But then in order to create a keyword, you go into settings and... And for those that are un- going to ask right now, it's the community. It's the community, community app. app. Yeah, community. So you go into settings and you go to keyword responders and you add a keyword. So if we wanted the keyword to say be questions, mm. we'll set up the questions. Podcast. Let's make it podcast. Let's make it podcast. Okay, yeah. so let's do it right now. Okay, we'll quick. do it right now. So communities or resources? Communities. Go into... Let me see. Nope, go out. Into settings. Into settings. And then scroll down. Keyword responders. Keyword responders. And then that plus sign at the top. Plus sign. And then the word is podcast. Podcast, okay. And then let's go ahead. So because these are not questions that we'll necessarily engage with on our text, because it's like asking us to respond to hundreds of texts a day, we're going to address the questions on your podcast, on the podcast, and we might even call out the names of the people who did it. So in this text area is whatever you want it to say. So it could say, thanks for submitting your question. We'll consider it for the next podcast. Something okay. like that. All right, well, whatever you text, copy and paste it, and I'll send to my, my people. To- okay, yeah. I'll do that. So if you guys have questions that you want answered, um, text the word 
podcast to me at 404-737-2767. You can also text that same word podcast to David at 404-737-4935. And we are about to start engaging and connecting more with the community. I think we found our sauce with how we want the podcast to go. You can't wait to come outside and come to their city. Come to your city and like have live studio guests and do this. Guys, you will see us in the future with guests, but it's going to be more of this format of just teaching, right? We're just going to come out of our bag and we're going to give you the actual practicals like teaching. And we're going to let David stick to most of the interviewing because y'all ain't feeling you, girl. Ah, you're doing good, though. We got, we got oh, yeah. Listen, I'm yeah. the bomb. I'm not worried about y'all. Well, look, man, we, <laughs> I'm, we, I am kind of worried because <laughs> we like for y'all to like the view, she like the podcast. watching comments. I'll be looking. Look, we're about to get out of here, man. Listen, go to, um, uh, I, I need y'all to really, really subscribe to the podcast. If you're listening to it, subscribe, give uh, a, a rating, high Five star, obviously, uh, will be best. And comment. And if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure you hit the subscribe button, okay? So we are out of here, man. Do go, go get you some social proof. I want you to go build something. Then uh, just remember how you built it, okay? Like, go through every, the ups, downs, hills, and valleys of um, of your journey. And uh, go back to your community and teach them how you did it. All right? We are out of here. Yeah, we are out. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.